vaccine in this country has probably killed a few hundred thousand people. And I'll, I'll explain to you why. It's not just a random calculation. I can tell you what's not their motives. It's not your well-being. Now, these people are in positions of power, but in privilege because we put them there to serve in the best interests of, of our, our citizens. What they've done is they've uh, taken that trust and, and have abused us on a genocidal scale. I mean, uh, these are crimes against humanity. Welcome to part two with Dr. Zev. I'm Sarah Westall. This interview is really important. I actually have a lot of important interviews, but this one in particular is something that all of us needs to know. He talks about different treatment protocols, and it's about empowering yourself, taking back your ability to manage your own health care and get out of the government tyrannical system where they think that they control every little aspect about your health care. And you need to be able to make your own decisions and be able to provide for yourself and not have to depend on anyone else. And doctors, they too need to know all these different treatment protocols so they know what their options are. I highly doubt they know all the options that are out there. I'm not going to say all of them. There's a lot of good doctors, but I would say the majority of them really haven't done their homework and know all the different options that are out there. And they just simply follow the mandates that's given to them. But no, they need to know what these options are as well. But if they don't, and you don't have a doctor that knows these options, then you need to find another doctor. And even better, make sure you know it yourself so that you can take this into your own hands. And please share this with other people. My work is, you know, some of the stuff that I bring is so important for people to hear. There's other good shows, too, that I hope that you share. But the only way we're going to get this information out is to share. And so those that do, I really appreciate it. And I want to tell you that there's an extra segment that I did for members with Dr. Zev for my members on sarahwestall.tv and on Ebonier. And you can sign up for those at sarahwestall.com under subscribe. And there's a difference between the two. sarahwestall.tv will never be censored. You can see it on Roku, on Apple TV, and many other places. And all my videos are up there. Avenir, on the other hand, all my exclusives are up there, but you also get discount coupons, you get free ebooks, you get to participate in different conversations. So it depends on what you're looking for. And if you're really into ebooks and you're into uh, seeing additional re research, Ebonier might be for you. But you can look and sign up for both at sarahwestall.com under subscribe. And lastly, I just want to remind you that the Zeolite promo, the $5 promo, it's only $5 right now. It's normally $79.95, and it is a gentle detox so to get hard metals out. It gets a lot more than hard metals out, but there is pretty much nothing else on the market that gets hard metals out as effectively as this does. And so it's a great opportunity for you to try it only for $5 
If you already have it and you've already been using it, it's a great opportunity to share it with others and your friends and loved ones that have the opportunity as well to try it for $5. So the link is below. So I just want to remind you that because the promo, the $5 promo ends on Father's Day this Sunday. So let's get into my part two with Dr. Zev. Well, and if you're being treated, they're not keeping the treatments. They're keeping the treatments for people. And if they would just do treatments, it seems like that's safer than the vaccine. And so we have issues and we still don't know what it's going to do long term. Well, I have a problem with. Perhaps, go ahead. It seems to reduce sperm count. It seems to affect ovarian function. Um, this is this is data coming out from a, a renowned uh, institutions. Um, it increases the risk of diseases. So, uh, so there's three levels of concern: acute, subacute, and long-term. The acute is all spike protein-related. Um, it's not the actual virus that can cause all the problems. It's actually the spike protein itself that that essentially lines the inner tissue of your blood vessels. So imagine you have a nice smooth uh, artery. It should be smooth. All of a sudden you put a trillion little thorns inside and then your nice little red blood cell or white blood cell flowing, wanting to do good. And all of a sudden you get stuck on a thorn and you get damaged. So, and then you start leaking your contents. And once you start leaking your contents, then the inflammatory component kicks in causes blood clots. And if that happens in a heart vessel, that causes a heart attack. In a brain vessel, that causes a stroke. In lungs, it causes lung infarction. You see where I'm heading, right? Yeah. So uh, what, what we've done, and, and that's a problem to around three months. From, day, from the second you get the ex experimental, unproven viral gene code injection, um, because the word vaccine is a, has a technical implication that they should be indemnified from uh, litigation. So I prefer to call it an experimental uh, RNA viral gene injection. Um, so that's exactly what it is. And then there's the subacute concern, which we could say from three months to three years. And that's called ADE or antibody dependent enhancement or pathogenic priming. And let me explain that. Uh, it's, by the way, it's extremely difficult to quantify the risk because there have been no long-term studies, but we do have animal studies and uh, a, a large number of animal studies showed this phenomenon called ADE. And let me describe it. Um, the animals got immunized with this mRNA technology. They developed a robust antibody response. Everyone's happy. Then sometime later, the animals challenged with the virus that they're immunized against, and they die. And that's an overreaction of a person's immune system. So uh, I'll give you an example. I don't know if you have children, but um, most parents have gone through the experience of their child having strep throat. And so they take the child to the doctor, doctor diagnoses them with strep or strep throat and they get antibiotics. Now, why, why, why is that? So when we say strep throat, we really mean strep A to be specific. 
Um, there are other streps, the strep B, C, D, E, and we don't treat any of them because your immune system can get rid of them with no problem. So why do we treat strep A then, you ask? And the answer is because your immune system could also get rid of it. But it turns out that the antibodies produced uh, against strep A destroy the hearts of little children. Something called rheumatic fever or rheumatic heart disease. So in, in order to prevent rheumatic heart disease, we treat with antibiotics to keep the immune system quiet and dormant so that the hearts are protected, you follow? So what, I, what I'm trying to illustrate is that sometimes an immune response could be dangerous. And that is the concern of people who now have antibodies floating around in their system that were generated by mRNA technology that we do not know um, how much risk there is because they have not, will, they've willfully not done the long-term studies. There's a historical precedent to bring vaccines to market, which is seven to 10 years. Th this was brought to human use um, within less than a year. So there's a, it's only natural not to have the full spectrum, the full picture. And yet we're being told that it's safe and that um, it's approved, which is not true. So what do we do? You know, one of the things that I'm on a mission on is figuring out what do we do for the people who have had the vaccine? I have a doctor in Portugal that has sent me where we're looking at, he doesn't want me to put them public yet until he figures some of that out. But I have about 10 pictures now of blood work of people who've been vaccinated. There's a big difference between the healthy blood cells of a normal person and a vaccinated blood cell. Some of this stuff he's seeing, he's a he's amazing doctor. He's never even seen it before under a microscope. What do we do for people so they can, I mean, obviously reversing the damage it's done on your cells is very important, but what do we do? You know, we have certain doctors saying, okay, there's nothing we can do to reverse it. But if you do get sick, you can at least mitigate your chances of dying by doing, you know, the same things you can do initially. But it, it sounds like with your own immune system going crazy against you that i mean what, have you looked into this bottom line what do we do for the people who get sick who get the virus get any kind of sickness flu uh, cold or whatever once they've been vaccinated because your body's going to go into hyperdrive um so let me answer it's actually not that complicated the answer is don't get sick don't get covid and i say well how, how do i do that and the answer is you should be on prophylaxis and early treatment with the same exact stuff that we were, I was mentioning earlier, because we do not want your immune system activated in the context of COVID um, vaccine generated antibodies, because we don't know how safe those antibodies are. And there's plenty of animal data that shows that they're not safe. So the only way you're not gonna you're gonna prevent or keep your immune system dormant is to not get COVID, or to treat it immediately with with antivirals that are there are plenty available. So that that's one thing. Now, are they available over the counter? It, it, yeah, just um, also antibodies tend to fade with time. That's why people need booster shots. So hopefully these past 
pathogenic, I would call them antibodies, will begin to decrease in number uh, over time. And, you know, don't take a booster. Do not put more into you. So what's done is done. And uh, most people were driven by fear to um, really just follow the blindly, sheepishly, like you said, the advice of the so-called experts who have proven, proven themselves to be akin to, you know, just mass murderers essentially. And, and uh, so it was, it was trust put into the wrong people. And it's now time to have a paradigm shift and to actually put your trust in God and understand that all life comes from him. And the only way to deal with the pathogenic anxiety that everyone's feeling is to uh, turn to him. So, because this is really the, this is the battle for the consciousness of man. There's a small group of people that um, believe that they're godlike. There's nothing new under the sun, you know. Uh, it's like a replay of a biblical narrative. Uh, in Egypt, they had the Pharaoh. He, he believed that he was a god. And there are people, you know, essentially the whole world is suffering right now because Bill Gates couldn't find a girlfriend in high school. Um, <laughs> So there are people that get off on, on having control over the masses or, or uh, having uh, sway in deciding who lives and dies on, on, a, on a global scale. That's why you can have people like Bill Gates say, um, there's too, much, too many people in the world, we need to reduce the population by X percentage. Right. We always say he's the first one that should go then, but keep going. So just the fact that he is even capable of saying such a statement, um, who gave him the authority or the license to decide? You see, either you believe that life is sanctity or you don't. If we're, if we're made in the image of God, that means um, your life has sanctity and you have human rights. And now, if you don't, then you believe a person is no different than an animal. So, you know, we slaughter animals for our purposes. So this group truly believes that people not like them are, are on the level of an animal, that they can decide who to have as a pet and who to kill. Um, if you think, if you look at things from that perspective, uh, a lot of things will become clearer. I'll tell you a story from Stalin. Not a big fan of Stalin, but uh, you can always learn from uh, everyone. Um, Stalin had a chicken, true story. And um, he, had, he was had a sm small meeting with some important people. And he started plucking out the hair, the fe feathers from this chicken while it was still alive. So it was bleeding all over and, and in terrible pain. And then he took a few pieces of wheat and he came over to the chicken and gave it the wheat. And the chicken started following him wherever he went. And he said, look how easy it is to govern over stupid people uh, as long as you give them an occasional treat. Wow. That's actually a really good. It's time to stop being stupid. Stop be being 
uh, brainwashed by the false narrative and propaganda of people that are trying to hurt you um, and try to think for yourself. Why would I give a experimental viral code DNA, uh, RNA, I'm sorry, injection into a demographic like children who have a 99.998% chance of recovery from COVID with no treatment? So the answer is not for medical reasons. That's absolutely right. There's zero medical necessity for children, if they're young and healthy, uh, for children to, to need to do anything. So it makes you think, well, why are we doing it to children? You know, the I promise you, um, and I've been accurate with the grace of God. I've been pretty accurate with everything that I've said in the last 15 months. And I'm telling you that these injections have killed more kids than the virus. Okay. Where do we, where can people find more information on you? You said you have a website, you have a list of treatments people can do. Um, I, 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 am, I, I have had somebody come back to me and say, you need to give people hope. And, you know, I need to give people the truth is what I need to do as a journalist. But giving them access to what you do, you know, website, not how to treat yourself at home, those kinds of things actually gives you hope to act is hope i think because know that you have power to do things and put things into your own hands is what gives you hope so where can people find information that you have for for them well the, it's my website it's just my name vladimir zelenko md.com vladimir zelenko md.com and there you'll find uh, actually, a ton of research papers that you could, uh, very high level academic uh, publications that uh, for some people they may enjoy reading, uh, but it, pro it provides the scientific basis for everything that I've been saying. Um, but more importantly, relevant to the layperson are protocols that I developed that you can, one for prophylaxis prevention. You can download that or in different languages, like 15 different languages and um, treatment protocols also. So um, there's a lot of information that uh, is uh, free and, and could be very useful. Now, my message to humanity is that there's no reason to be afraid of COVID-19. Um, you should be much more concerned about the government that is uh, making decisions that are not in your best interest. And what, what I strongly recommend is that you empower yourself. You know, there's a second amendment in, in, in this country that the right to bear arms for a very specific purpose, which is that if there is a tyrannical government, uh, the citizens could uh, protect themselves. That's the purpose of the second amendment. What I'm calling for is for the, a medical second amendment. In other words, it's now time for each individual to make decisions that are in the best interests of their families and themselves. And the key is, if, is to get the right uh, combination of substances into your house and into your body uh, for, 
we have, we didn't even talk about it, but one of the most important deficiencies in, in the health in healthcare is vitamin D. So you need vitamin D to have a, a normal active immune system. Vitamin C, zinc, 70% of the, the adult population is zinc deficient. So, and then you need a gun that delivers the bullet. And, you know, depending on, depending on your risk, I'm not gonna give advice, to, uh, specific advice, but depending on the risk, um, there's one more preferable than the other, but um, in general, if you can't get any prescription zinc ionophores, then you should at least get quercetin and EGCG. Uh, and if you're in the high risk category, um, then take it for prophylaxis. That will mitigate the risk of you getting COVID and most likely influenza virus. And if you do get it, it'll be less severe. And if God forbid you actually do get sick, you start the treatment protocols as soon as possible. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that you have COVID. I mean, if your wife has COVID and now you don't feel well, you have COVID. Or if you lose your taste or smell, suddenly you have COVID. If uh, you're, you've been exposed at work or somewhere else, someone has COVID, you have COVID. You know, if it's not flu season, there's almost no flu. So what is it then, right? So, and it's much safer to be proactive, even if you don't have COVID and you took it, not, nothing bad is gonna happen to you. But if it is COVID and you delay it past five, six days, delay treatment, then, and you have the, what they call the cytokine storm brewing and all those inflammatory poisonous markers that, that incite blood clots and, and, and uh, lung damage, then you have a problem. So I'm empowering humanity with information, which is stop making fear-based decisions. Stop making really bad choices due to the false narrative and propaganda that's been designed to make you afraid. Anything that makes you afraid, any media that is trying to scare you um, is trying to manipulate your behavior into a certain direction. And because it's very easy to manip manipulate people when they're scared. So put your trust in God, put your fears to him. He knows how to deal with it. Pray for your own protection, family's protection, for redemption, so to speak, from this, from this world of darkness and simultaneously be proactive and do the right things. Like make sure you have enough vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc and take a zinc ionophore. It's all safe stuff. Been around for dozens of years, 10, probably more. So I saw a study that the Spanish flu, 1918, was treated with quinine. Um, so this stuff has been known that it's healing medicinal properties uh, are well known in the, uh, you know, not the traditional medical system. Um, so the suppression of nutraceutical approaches, uh, that are cheap, available, um, and effective in lieu of very expensive treatments, um, which in most cases, they actually work well, but not in this case, it turns out the old and cheap approach is, uh, is the best. And, um, it's, uh, I call it death by affluence, 
because there are countries that I've advised who are so poor, they can't afford uh, respirators. They can't afford um, the expensive therapeutics. So what, are, what do they do? They go to the only thing that they could afford, which is a 20 cent a pill, you know, something that costs 20 cents a pill, like hydroxychloroquine. And they're, they're having a much easier time than people like in this country, where we're an affluent, thank God, country, and, and uh, in comparison to the rest of the world, for sure. And so tremendous amount of, of resources being spent on these newer modalities. And I'm not against them, per se, but um, you can't scale that globally. You can't scale that nationally, either. You can't give everyone Regeneron. There's not enough Regeneron. There's not enough IV tubing. So even though it works, we need logistically sound, practical and affordable um, therapeutic approaches that could save people um, and reopen our economy. Because uh, the, the response to the pandemic has killed more people than the pandemic the suicide rates in this country have skyrocketed double, triple in some places. Child abuse and spousal abuse is the real pandemic. You speak to any emergency room doctor, they'll tell you that the, the amount of uh, physical abuse, drug-induced, uh, alcohol-induced, um, violent crime is, is up. Um, and all the collateral illnesses that are not being treated, like cancer screening or routine heart care, diabetic care because of lack of access to, to, to medical care because everyone's still walking on eggshells. So I, I think it's time to, in a very smart way, fully reopen this country. Um, and there is a way to mitigate the obvious spike in cases and severity of uh, symptoms and, and prevent uh, um, people from dying if you do the right things. And there's, there has to be the political will to do so. And I don't see that, unfortunately, in this country right now. Uh, so at least on an on a, on a individual family basis, uh, protect yourselves and your family. Go buy some stuff that doesn't cost much and uh, do the right thing for yourself and your families. And you'll see that uh, don't live with anxiety and reintegrate back with uh, the people you love. You know, I had a mother call me last month if she could ask me permission if she can go to her daughter's wedding. I said to her, you know, you're already dead. Yeah. So. I mean, if you're not going to be able to do that, then what's the point? The PSYOP, the global PSYOP that's been uh, used is absolutely brilliant. Whoever orchestrated this and executed is we, we should learn from them. They're so brilliant. The way the, in, in, they coordinated the media to puppet the false narrative. They're, they're well, able to do things that a normal good person isn't able to do because we're not able to think that evil. Let me tell you another St Stalin story um, to illustrate that, that point. The, um, Stalin uh, wanted, there's a book called um, Gulag Archipelago written by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. He, he won a Nobel Prize for it in literature. He was a survivor of Stalin's death camps, the Gulag system. So he writes that Stalin wanted a canal built 
from Moscow to another city, and he used the Gulag prisoners to do it, 400,000 died. And they permanently entombed their bodies in the cement that was being used to build the canal. When the canal was finished, it was too shallow. Not one ship ever used it. <laughs> so the question was, why was this canal built? And the answer was so that 400,000 people would die. I mean, that's the, that's people couldn't get their head around that. And that's exactly what the point. So I'm very optimistic. I, you know, um, I think each one of us is being tested by God to see who we're going to bow down to. If you bow down to God, he'll, I think he'll say to you, I'll protect you. You bow down to Bill Gates or his Fauci or, or that, uh, you know, World Economic Forum agenda. Then let them protect you.